This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast for episode 99, one away from the big 100, and it's game week 14, and I'm delighted to be joined by my co-host, Steve. That's right, Sam, and obviously celebrations have started in London for uh, the 100th live episode, which takes place next Thursday night, uh, undisclosed security secure uh, establishment all i will say is that we'll be playing some clips from the archives including the first ever episode where you samuel had a very much higher voice yes i've heard that according to the leaks and the news articles this art this next podcast may be the most anticipated podcast in spotify history and it's sponsored by Elon Musk. Emails and tweets. Yes, apologies to Nick Bailey, uh, who was in last week's Liz Trust Mistake of the Week. We were so excited to have a new recording for that uh, jingle that we lost touch with the fact that obviously Nick did not intentionally take a 32-point hit. It was just a uh, wrong button combination pressed and no doubt a new pint poured from his excellent pointer machine uh, that caused that aberration. And obviously there were other contenders, uh, Al Bowley uh, with Talkovsky and Trossard and Mark Burrows. Similarly, getting rid of the Tross and bringing in the foe, who I think came on for 15 seconds or something. Uh, Sam, it's that time of the year where mistakes are very easy to make. Is there anything where you can see there were... We might be seeing a Hugh O'Leary mistake of the week. Well, just keep in mind that in, I think, three game weeks time, there is a wild card, which everyone, every manager gets due to the World Cup. So don't make any too rash decisions. So keep in mind, there is a wild card soon. So don't make any hasty transfers. The Liz Truss mistake of the week. So the Liz Truss Mistake of the Week award has to be this week going to Rishi Sunak for reappointing Suella Braverman. Yes, I have heard she he has reappointed her on a minus four to bring her back in. Uh, Inucci in uh, popular satire program last week did say that it's a deliberate minus four hit so that he can then take another hit to get rid of her pre-Christmas. Sam, do you buy this? Uh, I don't. Manager of the week. Manager of the week. We look now at the manager of the week award in what was another low-scoring game week. Uh, Cameron Taylor and Tommy Winehouse, 66 points. Evan Weeks, 67. Tom Warville, 70. And Carlos... Roman, 76. League table. Time for the top six 
in league table and uh, Sam you're out of the top six uh, I think punishment for a succession of poor weeks in sixth place Cameron Taylor 746 Neil Doughty has 755 Evan Matthews has 765 Lodz Newbold has 768 Ollie Dowd is 793 but what a lead this is 814 Tommy Winehorse can he be stopped this season, Tommy Winehorse? Well, it is interesting. I can't remember what position he got last season, but this season he certainly is showing some momentum. What place is he again? He's first, Sam. First, yes. Well, it'll be interesting to see if he can keep up this momentum. There are the favourites such as Alex Perry, Sam Owen, myself, the former winner, of this of last season but so far he's doing a remarkably good job we look at his side and he has Haaland he has Kane he has Jesus he has Martinelli he has De Bruyne De Bruyne Johnny White Dallow Trippier Arizabagalaga I mean that's a good good and he's got Rashford and Bailey who had 13 points on the bench this is a guy who He's been making transfers. His 15th man, if we just scroll down, is John Stones, which is a terrible, terrible choice. The rest of that team is superb. I wouldn't have Johnny either. I don't know. He, he must have had Johnny all season. And that's letting the side down. You could have Delow for the same price as uh, Johnny. He's got Delow, but you could have Luke Shaw. Who would you have instead of Johnny? I mean, there's loads of players. You could have any of the Everton. Has he got saliva? No, he's got. He, it, it's he's got form. He's got form horses. His two weakest players who he hasn't changed all season are John Stones. I think Suchek is John, a weakness. John Stones, Johnny, and Suchek who've got Don't, six points. So yeah, well, he got six that, points. West Ham back in form. But Suchek possibly a weakness. We'll see. But we love what you're doing. Keep it up. Talking points. The time now for talking points. Samuel, uh, take us through the talking points. Yes, let me just see the fixtures for this game week. And as I said earlier, keep in mind the World Cup is coming up very soon. So try not to make any long-term transfers. So we could say that is a talking point. But thoughts on Spurs right now. They... Barely got an equaliser against Sporting. They lost to Newcastle. Would you be bringing in or getting rid of any Spurs players? I've got Harold Kane. He's been in there because he's always good for a dodgy penalty. Uh, but I wouldn't have any other Spurs players. To be fair, fair, they are playing Bournemouth. What are your thoughts on that? I wouldn't be bringing anyone. So you wouldn't bring anyone in? If you've not got them already. Right. And... um. What's another talking point? What about Bukayo Saka? Because everyone has started the season with Martinelli, but Saka is in very good form recently. Would you consider him? Saka usually takes the pens. A lot of people have left Jesus. Uh, he's worth a shot. What do you think of Haaland, who is 75% at the moment, yellow-flagged? With a knock, would you? I don't think you're getting rid of him, are you? Because no. it would make no sense. So 
our advice is to keep Haaland and make sure you have a good vice captain since it is likely he won't play but it's still not worth getting rid of him and the other advice is uh, there are a lot of good strikers at the moment Mitrovic, Tony, Kane, Wilson, Jesus how do you fit them all in? well you can't but is it a challenge to fit three of them out of the the big five Kane as well, did I mention him? I think, no I didn't, so six I think the issue you've got is Haaland good for points every week the problem with Jesus, Tony and Mitrovic is that they tend to score every other week and if you get rid, you're absolutely guaranteed that that's the week they will score that is true, that might influence my thinking I think your combination is excellent you've got uh, Haaland Mitrovic Tony Tony so if Mitrovic doesn't score Tony will if Tony doesn't score Mitrovic you'd be unlucky if neither of them score I mean you look at Brentford the, the problem I have with Brentford is they're not very consistent they will win maybe one in three yeah. when they do win they'll win it three or four nil and they're Tony a strange team Brentford I feel like sometimes they're an outside relegation risk but at the same time they'll beat a random team 3-0 and Brentford Wolves this weekend yeah I think Brentford will win that comfortably I'd be tempted to unburn the tone unfortunately to any Wolves fans listening do we have any Wolves fans? we do we do I do think that Wolves are in huge relegation trouble yeah. unfortunately uh, Alan Jerome uh, one of our long term listeners and a manager has three teams she supports <laughs> Wolves Watford, Barnet, and Spurs. Fourteen. Notice I said three teams because anyone is aware that uh, Spurs are not a real football team. <laughs> game week preview. Time now for an exciting game week preview. Uh, we have a lot of games on Saturday this week. Eight in total, and we start Eight. at the Leicester Stadium. Where Leicester will be playing City. Yes, um, Leicester City. There are eight games on Saturday. That's correct? what I said. Yeah. Um, Sam's only... been slightly distracted during this podcast. I should say, listeners, because he's been also playing Clash Royale. Or I have not. On his phone at My the same full time. attention is towards this podcast. I will never commit my time to anything else. The professionalism fact, of Gary Lineker. Presenting match of the day whilst at the same time being on Snapchat with... I have not done Snapchat. As I've said, my full dedication and commitment is towards the award-winning fantasy football podcast. So first fixture, Leicester, Man City, Leicester. They've come back in recent weeks. They are no longer... I don't think they are in the relegation zone. Let me check. They are not... They are just outside the relegation zone. But I can't see... I think City are going to win the title easily again this season. So I predict it'll be probably 2-1 City. Then Bournemouth Spurs. Bournemouth, after a remarkable start under the interim manager... Um, I cannot remember his name, unfortunately. But um, Spurs have also been awful recently. So in theory, Bournemouth should do quite well here. But I don't think... I think Spurs will still somehow win. Then we have Brentford Wolves, as I've said earlier. 
Wolves are a relegation risk, unfortunately, right now. They're just not a very good team. They can't score many goals at all. So I think Brentford will win this comfortably 2-0. Then we have Brighton versus Graham Potter's former team. No, yes, they are Graham Potter's former team. And his, his current team, Chelsea. Graham Potter is doing a remarkably good job at Chelsea so far, I must say. One of the most intelligent men in football. So I will predict a comfortable Chelsea win here. One, Well, not comfortable, actually. And now a win, 1-0. Crystal Palace, Southampton. Your thoughts, Steve? Uh, Crystal Palace Southampton, a very, very exciting game that we will all be hooked to wherever we are in the world. Uh, it will be 1-1. I noticed sarcasm, but I detect right there. But I agree, 1-1. Then we have Newcastle, Aston Villa. This isn't Emery's first game, but Aston Villa with a new manager bounce <laughs> probably be a lot better than they have been recently. Lovely to see Emery back in football. Well, he has been back in football for recent years. Do you mean the English Premier League? £6 million. Amazing what it can do. <laughs> yes. Your prediction? Uh, easy win for the Newcastle. Yeah, because well, as, as I've said, Emery will be back for the next game. And I've, but also, it was a disgrace how he was hounded out by Arsenal fans. A truly lovely man and a very good manager. I think he'll lift Villa to new heights. Then we have... Fulham, Everton. Fulham have really surprised me this year in the Premier League. They've actually been very good. Mitrovic has actually started scoring in the Premier League. Andreas Pereira, he was he was not doing much at United, but he's come back to the Premier League good and it's been very good. lesson for those uh, managers who we do know uh, do like the anti-football that Spurs play in that Fulham, he, head and shoulders, the best side in the Championship last season and very much play football the right way. Uh, and uh, no coincidence that they're doing so well in the Premier League. A lesson there, I think. Yes. As so, such, I will, pre- I will predict Fulham to win this quite comfortably 2-0. Then we have Liverpool leads very under pressure, Jesse March. I do have a feeling if they lose this, which they probably will, since it's Liverpool at home, even though they are in bad form, they are good at home, I think he might be sacked here if they lose this. What do you think? Um... It is a shame as he's a very lovely character. Lovely fella. He's a nice person. He's just lovely fella. He just hasn't really. He was good at the start of the season, but the recent form of Leeds is almost too bad to ignore. I think you know they lost Rafinha, and they brought in a lot they of lost new players. Calvin though. Phillips. That's hundred million. I don't think they replace him. They've tried to, but it hasn't. They, I don't think um Sinistera. He hasn't on been the that bad. And um, Rocker and Adams are two good players, but I just don't think... I, th- I think the problem with Leeds is their defence has always been, since they've got promoted, really bad. And I would like to contradict you by saying I think the problem is goals scored. I had Jack Harrison for a number of weeks this season. He got two assists and they were very good the first three games and then absolutely nada. Anyway, your score prediction? 4-4. 4-4. I'll go with a 3-0 Liverpool win. Arsenal versus Forest. I think Forest might be the last two game weeks. As last week they beat. I'll make a prediction here, Samuel, that Aurier will be sent off in this game. Okay, an interesting prediction, but I think because um, he's experts, he loses his head. He has been poor in pretty much every club he's been at. He was excellent in the previous Forest game, but if anything we know about Aurier, 
He is not consistent. He'll be off before half-time. Yes, as I said, Forest have been good recently, but I think Arsenal will have too much for them. So a 1-0 win as not to prolong this extremely long gaming predictions sec- segment. And then we have United-West Ham. United-West Ham will be back in front of our um, home TV for that, Sam. And I would say a comfortable 2-2 draw. Well, not exactly comfortable since no other team is winning, but I will also say a draw, so 1-1. Qualis pater, talis filius. Sam, a quick word on the head-to-head league, which um, I noticed that you suffered a rare disappointment this week. Yes, a poor game week, but I am confident that by the end of the season, I'll be very far on top. My team, your team. Sam, tell us about the challenges you're planning to make at your side this week to lift yourself from a mighty seventh place to even higher in the league. (laughs) I haven't fully decided yet, as I was told in short notice we were doing this podcast, but I will discuss it live, my changes. I have three options, either no change, which I think I'm leaning towards at the moment, or getting rid of Mitrovic, he has been good recently, but bringing in Jesus instead of him, because I think Arsenal have very good fixtures, Forest at home, Wolves away, they are going to score lots in, and the final change I could do... The third type of, of transfer would be just a simple one, getting rid of Sanchez, bringing in Nick Pope. Which one of those three do you suggest, Steve? Doing nothing, bringing Jesus in, or bringing Pope in? I think the nothing one, because I don't like either of your other changes. I think your team is strong enough. Shouldn't be in your position uh, fiddling about with a keeper at this stage of the season. Both your keepers are playing and in form. Uh, Pope is, um, is not a guaranteed points magnet. Uh, I wouldn't look at Jesus uh, on form. You've got Tony, you've got Mitrovic, you've got Haaland. I, I would never get rid of Haaland. So those three are nailed on. So of the three options you presented, the only one that makes sense is to keep it as is. Now, what for your I team? would look at playing Ward, though, uh, rather than Sanchez, because uh, I just fancy Leicester maybe to keep... City um, didn't score midweek. I don't think they'll score at Leicester. I think a very bold prediction. And even if they get a penalty at Leicester, we know that they have missed 25 penalties in the Guardiola's reign. They are quite bad at penalties, but I do think it is quite bold to And I've noticed you've lost a lot of points from keeping Ward on the bench the last few game weeks. So this is the week to play Ward. Well, it is either going to be in mistake of the week due to me ignoring Steve's advice, or I'll be right, and the likely event that City will score past Leicester. But anyway, what is your team changes? There are no changes at the specials. It is the strongest ever lineup assembled in the 26 years I've been playing Fancy League. And I would also like to point out that I checked the archives earlier in this week. Would you believe, Sam, I'm actually two points better off in game week 13 than I was this time last season? where you'll remember that I roared ahead to finish fourth. If the season had lasted 42 weeks, it would have been another trophy heading for the left-hand room 
in our house instead of the right hand room. I must commend you on your Almiron pick. I think that is quite genius, but I think your team is not not on the best I've seen this. You have Meslier for some reason. He Literal, play. He the worst play. he was playing last week. He doesn't play the Mount, worst defence. He doesn't in the play. League. Mount or Mount or Trussard is the only tough selection choice this I wouldn't week. have Mount. And um Trussard doesn't seem to turn up for Brighton at home. He only turns up in tough games away. So uh Brighton at home to Chelsea, uh I think I'm looking at Mount. But then I looked at Mount's stats and would you believe Sam? Thirteen game weeks. He's only actually contributed in one of the 13 games. Yes, Mount is not in the so best of form. I'm not quite form. sure why, we, why I've selected him. Poor so, choice. Uh, but either way, it's the sort of thing that really takes the wheat from the chaff. Sam, we noticed that there's a few funky captains going on, but do you still armband the Norwegian one? Well, I think everyone's going to armband him. I have the feeling that if he's not exactly fit, he won't play at all. But if he is fit, then you have to captain him. So I will be captaining him. It's just a question of who I vice-captain. And there's only really one option, Salah, against Leeds. If I was feeling bold, I could captain Salah, but I'm going to go for Haaland. The fourth official indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. three minutes time allowed. Sam, you've been through all manner of life experiences in the last four years, in the last 99 episodes. As we approach our 100th, is there a message uh, from life that you've got for other managers? Yes, my message in life is to try and be confident in yourselves and be confident in your actions. My, especially when it comes to fantasy football, do what changes that your gut is telling you. Even if they turn out wrong, at least you won't feel that you've missed something. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.